Welcome back to Your Tech Report. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. Mark Aflalo and Mitchell Whitfield with you. Uh, last month, skincare company La Roche-Posay launched a new product called Effaclar Spot Scan, which is one of being called the first acne analyzer powered by AI. Here to tell us more about SpotScan is Othman Bennis, the International Marketing Director at La Roche-Posay. Othman, welcome to your tech report. Thank you for doing this interview. We really look forward to talking to you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. So can you, can you tell me, number one, am I pronouncing your name right? Am I pronouncing, is, is Effaclar SpotScan? Yeah, perfectly. But, uh, the, the name of the, the service is Effaclar SpotScan. Excellent. I, 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 I want to make sure I'm not making any mistakes here. <laughs> Can you, can you tell us <laughs> about the product? What exactly does it do and how does it work? Okay, so it's pretty straightforward. So you take three uh, selfies, so uh, one uh, in the front and two, uh, two profiles. And then what it will do is that it will give you uh, the medical grade of acne uh, that you have. And then it will also count uh, the different kind of acne lesions uh, that you have. So uh, inflammatory lesions, which are pimple, retention lesions, which are... Um, uh, blackheads, and then also what we call uh, pigmentary marks, which are acne marks after the, the, the pimple fades, still have some marks. So this is what you, it will give you. And depending on the severity uh, of acne that you have, it will give you different pieces of advice. If you have very severe acne, for example, it will uh, recommend you to go directly to the dermatologist so that he, he can really manage your your, uh, your skin uh, skin concern. And if you have a low grade of acne, what it will do is that it will give you uh, the right product routine and the right advice so that you can manage your uh, your acne-prone skin in, uh, in an optimal way. Often, using the selfie camera, how accurate is the information that you get back from that camera? Have we reached a point where the cameras are so good that you're actually be able to to diagnose things like that? Yes, actually, um, this was the, the, the main difficulty of the project. The, the idea of the project, the whole idea was to, to have a skin analyzer, an acne analyzer, which would be as accurate as a dermatologist. So, uh, so um, and this is, this, is, uh, this is what we've managed. So today we can say that the, the algorithm, the service, is as accurate as a, a, dermat- as a dermatologist face-to-face. Then uh, what, what's interesting is that the, the medical grade of acne is not a precise science. Dermatologists uh, uh, can differ on the, the, the grade of acne that you have. Uh, one dermatologist can say that you have a grade 2 acne, and another one can say that you have a grade 3 acne. So actually, uh, the, idea, uh, the, the reality is that there's a 60%, uh, in 60% of the cases, dermatologists agree, agree on the, the grade of acne that you have. So the objective that we had was to reach the same level of accuracy, which is 60% uh, of, uh, of accuracy in the, in the acne diagnosis. So, so this is where we are. So we can say that we are as accurate as a dermatologist today. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and the phone cameras today are, are at the level where we can, uh, we can uh, ensure, guarantee this level of, uh, of precision. You know, it's funny because acne is it's a skin condition that affects so many people. And it's actually one of the top reasons that people call their doctors, their physicians. But when it comes to dermatologists, especially when I talk about here in Canada, there's almost a shortage of dermatologists. I think the number that you have in the press release was it's 70, you know, one dermatologist for 70,000 people. So how does this help fill the need uh, for access to that kind of information? So I think that... uh Worldwide, uh, the, the reality and the, the way, uh, the, the reason why we, we developed uh, SpotScan was that actually people tend to wait too much before they go uh, visit their dermatologist. So when they have acne, 
they would wait for a long time before they decide to uh, to, uh, to visit a dermatologist. And the consequence of that is that they uh, end up with acne marks, uh, and and uh, and uh, it can uh, it can be uh, it can impact them for life. So the origin of the project was to uh, have people go see the dermatologist at the re- at the right time, and to have uh, to help them to give them a precise evaluation of their acne so that they know if this is this was serious enough to go to the dermatologist or if they can manage that by their own. Now talking about the the, the specific case of Canada where where there's a shortage of dermatologists, uh, which is the same case in France actually, where it can help is that. Uh, it can help filter at some stage uh, the, the patients that dermatologists would do. Some acne conditions are, uh, let's say, uh, uh, mild acne conditions, and maybe, you know, those uh, patients can go see a general practitioner that will be able to handle their acne. But a lot of cases are very severe, and then uh, those cases have to be handled by dermatologists. So let's say if we project ourselves in the future, uh, where there's less and less dermatologists in some countries, in some others, not the case. This kind of tool will help you filter and tell you, okay, you have a, a very, very, very mild acne to a non-existent, so it can be managed through the right uh, dermatological cosmetic products. Or you have a mild, uh, mild uh, uh, acne condition, and then you can go see a general practitioner. Or you have a severe to very severe uh, acne condition, and then you need to go see a dermatologist because he is the skin expert, and he will have the right expertise and the right knowledge to treat your acne in the right way. And then dermatologists will only see cases of patients uh, that actually uh, are relevant for them and for the patient. It's a great. I mean, it's a great way to make sure they filter out the right people, and the right people are yeah. being seen by professionals, which is great. Um, h- how long was this in testing before it was released? Obviously, something like this takes a, a lot of time to develop and a lot of time to to get where it is today in the market. How long has this been in development? Yeah. So, all in all, it's almost uh, three years of development. Uh, you have you have several phases. The first phase that is uh, which is very long is the the data sourcing. Yeah. Because uh, you, 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 um, in order to develop such a tool, uh, you need uh, to source data first uh, of people of, of all skin types. So uh, all phototypes, so from the, the most uh, fair uh, skin to the, the darker skin. And I guess as people, as people, more and more people use it, you're getting more and more data, so it becomes even more accurate, right? Of course, of course. So, so, so the idea really was for people from Africa to India, China, Europe, uh, North America, South America, that any people could use this this, uh, this tool and that it would be as accurate uh, for any uh, skin uh, skin type and skin tone in the world. So the data sourcing was very long because we had to uh, source people from all around the world. We have we had to have those pictures graded by different dermatologists to uh, determine which was the grade uh, of, of of acne of these pictures. We had to do a counting of the lesions in order to train the machines. And, and we had to do that on different kinds of phones because the pictures that you would take from, a, let's say, an iPhone or an, an Android phone would be different in terms of the color that it will give. Yeah. And sometimes it can impact the results. So the data sourcing phase was very, very long because you need to be very precise. Data is the name of the game. So if the data that you collect has not been correctly tagged and sourced, then the tool that you will develop will not be accurate at all. So this was the first phase, which was quite long. And then you have all the phase, which is... a but the development of the algorithm phase, uh, the testing, the iteration around the, the, the algorithm, 
so uh, that you can rate the level of accuracy that you had at the beginning. And we had like seven versions, I think, of, uh, of algorithms yeah. before we got to the right level of accuracy. So, so this is the phase of the development of the tool. And then you have all the parts, which is uh, the, uh, the user interface, user experience, that is yeah. also quite, uh, quite, uh, quite long. But the, the, the two first phases are really the first, uh, the most difficult and the, the, the longest. So almost three years of work to, uh, to uh, release this, uh, this service. Now, how, how long have you personally been working in this industry? Uh, it's been 14 years now. So can you imagine, like even 10 years ago, do you think the idea of a tool like this available to consumers on a smartphone would have been absolutely crazy? The, the idea that you could collect that information and do that on a smartphone, would not? Absolutely. I would say that, you know, even uh, three years ago, I would say, uh, you know, three years ago when we were thinking the future of dermatology, the future of, um, let's say, skin health and beauty, we were thinking mostly about products. Uh, you know, uh, the right products, the right uh, active ingredient, the yeah. right efficacy and tolerance and so on. But now when you think, we think about the future of skin health and beauty, uh, we integrate services and technology at the same level as products. And we believe that in the future, the way to handle uh, skin concerns will be a, a holistic, a global way that will go through uh, uh, the right skin analyzers, the right health and skin sensors, and of course, of course, the right products. Products will still be extremely important, but probably more targeted, more precise, more personalized products uh, that will go along with all those services. So, so yes, uh, it, there's been a, a huge change in the past, um, let's say, three to five years in the way we project uh, beauty and skin health uh, for the, the 10 years to come. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure if you, if you could go back 10 years and, and talk to yourself your older, your 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 past self would think that you're probably crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it would be the case. Yeah. Um, so another element of the app is the skin diary, which is a unique element because it, I guess, it helps evaluate results before and after. Is that how it works? Absolutely. Yeah. So so you have two other functionalities which are very uh, very uh, helpful. The objective is the same: uh, is to improve compliance. A compliance is a huge issue for dermatologists because they prescribe treatments, but, but sometimes because the results don't come quick enough uh, or, uh, or uh, for on, any other reasons, people, they drop the treatments. So the compliance is bad, and then if, if you don't use the treatment correctly, the results will not come, and then people will be disappointed, and they will drop, uh, they will drop the, definitely the, drop the, the treatment. So uh, we have two functionalities. The first one is the before-afters. So if you have a grade lower than two, you will be able to project the efficacy of using uh, uh, our skincare product after eight weeks. So this is based on the clinical studies that we have run on the reduction of acne lesions. Uh, so let's say uh, that uh, uh, it, it will basically uh, be a, a realistic projection of what the product uh, might do in a normal average case if you use it eight weeks. So this way, what it does is that if you have a lot of pimples, you will see immediately the result that you would or that you could get uh, after using the product during eight weeks, and then it will encourage you to use the product. So that's the first one. And the second functionality, which goes, which, uh, go, go, uh, goes along with that, is that you'll be able to track, track your progress. So you'll be able to, uh, let's say, if you have uh, in day one uh, 20 uh, uh, inflammatory lesions, 20 pimples on the face, you will be able day by day or after one week to check again and maybe you'll see that you've gone from uh, 20 to uh, 12 and then from 12 to 8 and so on and so forth. 
a little bit like your uh, when you're on a diet, let's say, and then you see that you've already uh, uh, you've already dropped uh, uh, one pound or two pounds after one week. Yeah, then exactly. of course it encourages you to uh, to keep on doing the diet. Uh, so so this is this is the whole idea is that people keep on using the 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 product even though sometimes uh, you don't even see it. Let's imagine you have 20 people that you drop from 20 to 17. Sometimes maybe your feeling would be that there's not a huge difference, but seeing it and seeing the numbers will tell you, okay, bon, that's a slight difference, but at least it's working, so let's keep on doing it. So that's the whole idea about it. Can people share those images with their dermatologists they want to track their progress? So um, it, it, uh, today, today we, don't, uh, we don't have a, a, a feature of uh, sharing uh, pictures enabled on the, on the, the application for, uh, for data privacy uh, uh, issues. Um, those are pictures of, uh, let's say, sometimes uh, skin pathology, so this is sensitive data. So for the moment, I mean, of course, you have the picture on your phone. You can show it to your dermatologist. But as far as we are concerned, we don't have a feature functionality of sharing the picture with the dermatologist because it will sometimes it will infringe the, the data privacy. Yeah, that's policies. a good point. Is there a cost for people to use it, or is it is it a free app and a free service? So it's 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 uh, totally free. So it's totally free. Uh, you have a, you have a, the app is available. It's a progressive web app, so it's. Uh, it's uh, available online, and then you can use it uh, anytime uh, uh, without having to pay anything, uh, without having to uh, um, even uh, uh, give data or, or open uh, or sign up. It's free and open, totally free and open. And where can people get it right now? It's the ca.spotscan.com? Absolutely. Often, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. It's, it's so interesting to see when thank technology transcends different industries like this and I really appreciate you taking the time and I look forward to trying it out myself and uh, getting all our listeners involved. Thank you very much you're very welcome and don't hesitate to, uh, to uh, give us your feedback on, uh, on the app and keep us posted if you have some questions from your, uh, your uh, followers and your listeners. We are very happy and proud about this, uh, this new service, this new app that we are launching so uh, looking forward to, uh, to talk again uh, and share maybe some new innovations which will definitely be coming in the future. Othman Benes, International Marketing Director at La Roche-Posay Again, that website is ca.spotscan.com. Check it out, and we'll be right back here on Your Tech Report. There's more Your Tech Report after this. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.